Primetime Talk Show with Yadine Hubbard. We all have experienced the grief of 2020 COVID as well as the Wednesday, January 6th Capitol Hill chaos. You may feel a little unsettled in knowing the sadness of this world while yet still fighting the COVID crisis. If you find yourself feeling a little fearful of what lies ahead, understanding God's word and Bible prophecy will bring light to what's going on in the world today. Knowing the solution will cancer your fear. As you know, we are living in a strange world of uncertainties. We know you have questions like millions of us do. Now you can get those questions answered. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you long waited for. I give you talk show host, visionary Eudine Hubbard, along with the Roundtable Bible Scholars, Apostle Alonso Curry, and Dr. Annette Sy. I want you to put your hands together and help me to welcome visionary Eudine Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. This is the End Time Talk Show, and I'm your host, Eudine Hubbard. We have a powerful program for you today, so we welcome you to send us your questions online at endtimeoutreachnetwork.org, or you may email them to us at Info at endtimeoutreachnetwork.org. So please mute your phones and get ready, get ready, get ready to be empowered, encouraged, and inspired as our roundtable Bible scholars declare the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we give you praise and honor and glory for who you are and all that you're doing in our lives. We thank you that you have sent your word to direct us, to heal us, and to deliver us. So give your people ears to hear what your spirit is saying to the church today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Well, our topic for today is exposing Satan organized crime. That is a hot topic. Well, let me introduce our roundtable to you today. Pastor Apostle Alonzo Curry, excuse me, men of God, thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank and Dr. Annette Sai, blessings to you, and thank you for being with us today. God bless you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Well, today our reader is going to be Ms. Marcella Cadwell. Ms. Marcella, thank you for being a tremendous blessing to us. We love the way you read the Word of the Lord. So let's get started. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Jude chapter 1. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, 
when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares, who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. And the angels which kept not that their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains unto darkness, unto the judgment of the great day. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal life. Likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael, the archangel, which, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. But these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts, and those things they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them! For they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the era of Balaam for reward and perished in the gainsaying of Kor. These are spots in your feast of charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without water, carried about of winds, trees whose fruit withereth without fruit, twice dead plucked up by the roots. Raging waves of the sea foaming out their own shame, wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their mouths speaketh great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. But, beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before the, of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that they told you that there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lust. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. Ephesians six ten through 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. 
and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, whereas ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Oh, my. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Dr. Sai, the word of the Lord is forever settled in heaven, and we know that it's not going to change. So I want to ask you, would you please uh, expound on exposing Satan's organized crime for just, just briefly, about five minutes, please? Amen. Thank you so much. And you wonder why Satan tricked people. Why? You know, the Bible tells us that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And that's his job. That's his assignment. Uh, And after the commercial, I want to share a list of some of the tricks of the enemy. We want to expose Satan today. Amen. Because Satan has weakened the church. And, And the devil's treats are really tricks. And so that's what you have to really be careful. Sometimes the devil will make you look like uh, he's doing stuff for you. Always remember that Satan's treats are always tricks. And the devil will prey on weak-minded people, uh, uh, Satan tra- uh, strategies. Amen. And what we really need to know, the more we know about the tactics of Satan, the better we will be able to be prepared. Uh, these are some of Satan's tactics. Uh, he disguises himself. He imitates. He copy guys. He kills, steals, and destroys, of course, out of John 10 and 10. He hinders and blocks. He lies. Uh, lies are Satan's language. Uh, he twists the word of God. Uh, he misquotes. He misapplies the truth. And Satan needs a body. Satan used anyone who would get weak. Therefore, through others, he aggravates. He makes you angry. He hurts you. He offends you. He sees thoughts uh, into your mind. Uh, Satan tricks. Um, he he wants to uh, trick the saints. You know, say it, the saints. Uh, he has saints fighting each other about doctrine instead of reaching out to sinners because they are the ones that need to be saved. But it's sad when we're fighting among each other in the body of Christ instead of going outside the body of Christ, getting the soul, those are headed uh, to hell and trying to save them. You know, Ephesians 6 talks about it. Uh, Satan put uh, people in position to carry out his program. Uh, Satan is behind the scene, but he needs a body to organize his crime. Uh, Satan and government. Uh, Satan used people in power, uh, rulers of the darkness of this world. Uh, Satan rulers are, uh, they are proven uh, people to go against the nature of God and against the law of God, uh, called it right, wrong, and and wrong, right. And and some things that that people do on the uh, higher level, it really don't make sense. Uh, Satan himself transformed himself as an angel of light. Uh, keep in mind, he used to be an angel, so he know everything about being an angel. Uh, Satan uh, liked to work in the mind, and that's where he do most of the damage. But check this trick out. Uh, uh, Satan make people think uh, 
that he don't exist. You know, it's a large number of people that don't believe that, that the devil is real, uh, organized crime, uh, one of Satan's uh, gimmicks and his scam. Uh, Satan is, is scamming the world in order to accomplish uh, people believing that he don't exist. To think that the devil do not exist is extremely dangerous. The reality of Satan uh, and his evil are real. Uh, uh, people who commit uh, this evil, uh, uh, people need to realize it, it comes from somewhere. So uh, people would then rather believe that the evil is uh, something uh, uh, that's real. Evil is real, but at the same time, they deny Satan that's working the demonic forces behind the scenes. Some people say that the devil is a harmless cartoon character character with a red suit and a pitchfork. Uh, uh, evil is real. Uh, who's controlling evil? Satan. Uh, Satan is real because the Bible said he's real. Uh, Satan wants people to believe a lie than truth. And when you look at it, the TV show Lucifer, it's a TV show. Can you believe that? Uh, the devil is making himself a movie star. Uh, if people will accept and watch a TV show named Lucifer, uh, then they feel that Satan can't be all that bad. Uh, 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 Satan have a church. Uh, Satan opened up a church in Spring, Texas. Uh, you know, I live in Spring, Texas. Imagine that, a church. And the name of this church, get this, it's called the Greater Church of Lucifer. And I'm serious, this is, it was on the news before I realized it. And I'm, it, it really, uh, only about maybe 15 minutes away from me, uh, the, the, you know, when I look at this, and thank God, uh, they lost the lease after the landlord received death threats. And I'm not thanking God that, you know, that they got death threats, but I'm thanking God that that church uh, shut down, you know, in my city. And, and there are so many satanic worshipers today. People will worship, uh, went in the shopping center, and this uh, it's a Satan worshiper place in the shopping center, and uh, dealing with Satan stuff and buying Satan stuff. And, and when I seen that, I was shocked that that actually happened right before uh, in the clear view in the shopping center. Uh, but the devil works all kind of con games, and uh, even the devil has set up camp in the church. Uh, his target is deceiving the saints. Why the saints? Because he has sinner souls already. So now he wants to water down the gospel. And do you notice that the removal of the Holy Ghost and the evidence of speaking in tongues out of the church? So it's a lot of tactics that the devil is using. And we're going to expose it. God bless you. People of God, wake up and grow up. We need to know this truth. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Apostle Curry, would you please take about five minutes and give us a brief description of this exposing Satan's organized crimes? Amen. It's a privilege. I would take a great, a glorious opportunity to make known that because that is going to be the mandate and assignment of the church to be able to penetrate these strongholds. But but the Lord has been showing me uh, – some years now, he's been showing me how we need to strategize and know every plan, every trap, every entanglement, every device of the enemy. Yes, he is the prince of the air. Yes, he is the god of this world, his system. 
but the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. But the Lord showed me, missionary, he showed me uh, a chess game. And if anybody knows anything about a chess game, the purpose of a chess game is territorial. A chess game is, is people that play chess are master mind in chess. They know all what kind of moves to make. But the purpose of playing chess is to cause the king. What is a king? A king is a place of position of someone in authority. So when you're playing chess, your main opponent on both sides, from good and evil, you got black chess, probably represent uh, evil, and white to represent good. And they try to be territory to possess ground and position and dominion to overthrow one of them. So you got, you got the king, you got the queen, you got the bishop, you got the knight and the palm. And all those have different positions. All those have different ranks. All of them have different strategies where some can go horizontal, some can go vertical, some can go up, some can go back. So that, that's a very way when you're playing, you say, man, well, I got to know what position the enemy has. And we deal with a lot of powers of the enemy. They are ranking spirits. They are ancient spirits that have been ruling and taking down kingdoms and empires for years and decades. But as the people of God in playing chess, as you get your king to a place called checkmate, the word checkmate means that your king who's in authority in delegating a position to rule and reign, that he's landlocked. He's, he, can't more, he don't have no momentum. And that's what the enemy's doing. And that's what we know. And God showed me, as, as, I don't know how to play chess, but God showed me the strategy of how the enemy thinks, how the mastermind of the day that's used by the spirit of, of the enemy, how they operate in their kingdom, in their power, in their uh, empire. So as you get the king landlocked, he cannot move. What it do, it paralyzes. It paralyzes the person that's in authority. But God give us a strategy to know how, and, and before we expose the devil, you cannot and you will not expose the devil unless you walk in the spirit. Because when you walk in the spirit, the devil don't know where you're at. When you walk in the spirit, you're only seen by the eyes of God, and you cannot, and you will not be an open prey to the enemy because you do not know where you're at. And then another thing, you must, and you must, we're going to dispose the enemy, but you must have the gift of discerning the spirit. And I mean, when I say discerning spirit, you must have to know how to discern God's spirit. You got to know how to discern the devil's spirit. And also, you got to how to know how to discern your spirit. So I'm going to tell you right now, as men, Dr. Net, link together. And we're going to make sure that we're not going to leave no stone unturned. And we're going to peel this this morning like an onion. Every level, every area of dimension, we want to make sure we uncover, dismantle, expose every fabrication, every area of evil communication that would try to corrupt good manners. And we're going to penetrate those things this morning. So I am excited because we have the chief and commander, Jesus Christ, through the power and anointing of the Holy Ghost, which is our teacher, and he's given us a divine strategy to have. He gave us prophetic insight, and he gave us spiritual perception that we would be able to know the power that be. So I am glad, amen, and I'm just excited, and I'm on my tippy toes to be able to get this to the saints and the church of the living God. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you, man of God. I want to tell you, we want it. Those of us who love the Lord... We want it. So just peel that 
peel it one little bit at a time. We want to. Now, people of God, uh, we are going to go away for a commercial. We'll be right back with more of these powerful words from the round table. From Eons Magazine can change your life. We're offering ongoing monthly income throughout your retirement. Imagine getting paid monthly commission from your initial sales. Eons Magazine is a marketing company that just landed a new contract, which allows us to offer good-paying jobs, working remotely and COVID-safe, a nationwide project. Sales experience is a plus. No experience is required. We'll train. We are hiring serious and dedicated workers. Maximum funding per candidate has been set aside to pay up to $7,000 monthly based on your performance. Apply online or call 877-352-5181. Email info at endtimeoutreachnetwork.org. Fax 1-888-352-1606. Boost your business. Advertise in the fourth largest city in the country of 4 million people. Get your church or business on the -the state-of-the-art LED mobile digital video billboard truck. See what amazing looks like. Eons has set aside Mondays to be a blessing to businesses and churches with a $200 special. Limited time, limited spots. Call now to secure your spot at 877-352-5181. Experience a huge blessing for your church or business. Some people run from rush hour traffic. We run to rush hour traffic. Amen. Thank you so much. Doctor, back to the round table. Dr. Sai? Yes, ma'am. Expose that devil. <laughs> Absolutely. Amen. The devil have tricks, and we all know that the Bible talk about the wiles of the devil, the tricks of the devil, and Satan is as slick as they come. Uh, he's the master counterfeiter. I'm not uh, uh, praising the devil. I'm just letting people know what kind of person, what kind of, uh, what to look out for uh, dealing with his organized crime. Uh, Satan is able to make lies look like truth. Unbelievers look like believers. He make himself appears righteous and religious. Uh, Satan does something uh, false and make it look genuine. Uh, Satan will miss. Uh, mix the fake Christians with the real Christians. Uh, God is going to separate the wheat from the tear. And we have, uh, uh, we, we got, God give us discernment as the man of God was saying, uh, but we have to be really careful and watchful as the Bible tells us to. Uh, the devil has false Christians, false preachers, false prophets. Uh, but once you learn the real, uh, then you will know a counterfeit. But as the man of God said, but you must be walking in the spirit because you cannot, uh, uh, if you walk in, in carnality, you will not be able to discern and know which is which. Uh, you must be walking in the spirit. If not, you can be tricked. Amen. So God told us what to do, and he gave us power. He gave us that beautiful gift of the Holy 
Holy Ghost that will lead and guide us in all truth. But if you don't believe in God or the Bible, you are ruined eternally. Uh, Jesus cannot save you if you don't believe in him. Uh, this means that you belong to the devil. Uh, this makes you ignorant and vulnerable to the devil's tricks when you know uh, uh, a truth. Uh, then truth will set you free. But you got to know it, uh, John 8, uh, 31 and 32. Uh, uh, if one temptation doesn't work, he'll try another. And he will keep on trying with lust, pride, power, discouragement, doubt, uh, money, pleasure, hate, uh, anger, jealousy, and selfishness. The devil will try all kind of uh, uh, schemes to get you to uh, find out your weak point. When, you know, the one thing you need to know about the devil, uh, a, a demon is a sign really to about every saint to study them, to see what tick, uh, what get on their nerves so the devil would know how to bring you down, how to aggravate you, which button to push. And you don't want the devil to get anything on you. You don't want the devil to know more about you than you know about yourself. Uh, we're talking about spiritual darkness. Uh, demons have afflicted many people with diseases, both physically and mentally. Uh, Satan will hinder through people or circumstances. He will throw lots of uh, stumbling blocks at you. The devil is not your friend. His bag of tricks are designed, again, to kill, steal, and destroy. Uh, 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 so we just got to say no to anything that the devil has to offer. Remember that Satan treats uh, automatically tricks. Amen. So it's deception, and the Bible talk about deception, and that's going on in the land today. And the, the Bible, Jesus keep telling us in the Word, do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. It's easy to be deceived today. Uh, uh, you can destroy your own self by disobeying. Uh, many people are in hell today because they refuse to obey. They refuse to listen, thinking that they know it all, that it didn't take all that. Uh, many uh, would take uh, the Bible and they would get the part out of the Bible that they like and leave the rest. But we got to obey the entire Bible. Many Christians today even don't even believe in Bible prophecies, and some don't even understand Bible prophecy, and that's why they don't believe it. It's in the Bible. It's clear. It's right before our face in the Bible, and God put it there for a reason. Uh, many pastors don't understand Bible prophecies. Therefore, they do not preach on it, uh, which is leaving the members without the necessary spiritual food that they need to survive. Amen. Because we need to know what's going on because we're talking about our future. And you don't want to get tricked because eternity is forever, life without end. Many will miss the rapture because they are unlearned. Uh, and it's sad when you have to learn after the fact and you have to go through the great tribulation, which could have been avoided. We must learn the Bible for ourselves. We can't just go on what uh, the preacher says. God gave it to us. The two main ingredients that pastors should be preaching on frequently, frequently, I said again, frequently, is heaven and hell. Those should be uh, the two frequent ingredients uh, that preachers should be preaching on. Um, those are the two subjects that many pastors will run from because it cuts into their 
profit. It cuts into their dollars. And, and that's why we got to really be careful because the devil had tricked up so many people because uh, prosperity. And, and at this point, it looks like they, they, they don't have a balance uh, with holiness and prosperity. They don't have that balance. Uh, it looks like it's 5% uh, holiness and 95% uh, prosperity. And that's what we have to be careful. The Bible says these things will happen. Say to have wicked the world. In Jude, uh, the fourth verse, say, and there uh, are certain men crept in unaware, ungodly men. And this has been happening even from the beginning. Uh, but God let us know so we would know what to expect. Uh, people are spiritually uh, going through a warfare and do not know it. Uh, this allows Satan to take advantage of what you just don't know. The devil do not fight fair. Organized crime. Uh, today's church, there are real prophets and real prophetess, and there are also Satan sorcerers labeling themselves as prophet and prophetess. Doing the same thing, remember the 900 numbers that people would dial into the psychic hotline uh, so that they can tell them about their future? That same spirit that the devil had twist, I call it organized crime, but changed uh, the style, copying God in the church. The sad thing is uh, many of these preachers do not even know that they're being used by Satan because they write that label, I'm a prophet, uh, I'm a prophetess. So somebody say, well, you're a prophet, you're a prophet. Give me a word. Tell me something about me since you're a prophet. And people believe, okay, I got to say something because I'm carrying this title. And they would just say whatever comes to their head. And that's why you have a lot of prophet lying going on today. And those are, again, organized crime. And, and the sad thing, people don't even realize how the devil is using them. And some of them will realize that they have a gift not realizing that Satan gives gifts also. Many of these false teachers uh, who uh, choose preaching as a career instead of a calling. And you have a lot of preachers in the church today, they chose to be a pastor as a career and not a calling. You know, uh, remind me of Simon. Remember Simon in the Bible? Uh, trickery. He wanted to buy the Holy Ghost from Peter and John. Acts, uh, the 8th chapter, read around the 9th to the 24th verse. Uh, Satan would steal the word of God and use it for his best interest. Satan had trained today's preachers uh, and pastors on how to steal the word of God and use it for your own gain and prosperity. This is scary, but this is actually happening today. And even uh, things going on after the rapture, he has things set up now and after the rapture. Satan has already set up the beast and the false prophet who is going to perform great miracles and wonders. Uh, also, uh, Satan is going to uh, put sickness on folks. And then he's going to remove those sickness and make people look like he gave them a miracle. Uh, uh, but look at it like this. Uh, what would a prosper a man to gain health and lose his soul? All because of the trick of the devil. Satan will imitate the power of God to accomplish his deception. Uh, God is given saints power over the devil. Thank God when you're saved. Amen. Uh, but sinners don't have the power over the devil. The saints can resist the devil and Satan will have to flee. But sinners are not, they don't have the powers to defend themselves. Satan has control over sinners. They are his slaves. Sin, amen, will get you in big trouble. 
Satan uh, can completely control uh, demons and uh, 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 torment it, and they will torment you in different ways. A sinner with no power, uh, and they need the power that only God can give. But thank God for this. God allows sinners to say the blood of Jesus that can get them out the devil's trap. So even God loves them. And the blood of Jesus is so powerful and so mighty. And when people is going through it and they be, the devil just messing with them, I tell them, say the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, so you can get that release. But until you come on in and you give God your total heart, then God can secure you. He can protect you. But I want the saints to be careful. Uh, don't let the devil get nothing on you. If, if the devil gets something on you, he got you. And, 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 and he will go out. If you decide that you're going to go after God, then he's going to expose you. Satan will attack your secret and expose you. Satan knows your secret, and he will use your secret against you. I mean, the devil is the devil. The devil won't cold-bound uh, Christian. He don't want you to be hot Christian or on fire for God. And, and you need to just repent, amen, and get from up under the devil's trap uh, so you may get in trouble because you done sinned and been exposed. And you don't want the devil to expose you. But when you go to God, hallelujah, amen, sometimes you may get in trouble with man, but you're not in trouble with God. And that's what matters is that you don't get in trouble with God. God is always there to forgive, hallelujah. And it's a truth what they, they said, uh, and we need to always remember what's done in the dark will come to the light. The devil going to make sure it's going to come to the light. The devil is going to hold it off until the right time that he will bring it to the light to try to expose you. Uh, Satan also works through feelings with these organized crimes. Uh, uh, Satan calls conflict, stirring up rage uh, in the parts uh, of people uh, to get them to hurt you, to hurt your feeling. And the greatest way to get to people is through their feeling. Uh, uh, he used situations. Uh, uh, and, um, and really the, what, what the devil do, he will use people who are close to your heart to hurt your feeling. Anybody else that hurt you do the same thing, it don't matter because they didn't have your heart. But somebody that you love, that's who the devil want to use. And he knows that the feeling of frustration and, and anger and disappointment and failure, rejection, uh, bitterness, feel like you don't have no hope, he knows that it will steal your peace, your joy, and your focus. And that's why we can't get uh, focused up on our feelings. But we have to cast those things out. Uh, we got to get it off of us because long as we leave it on us, the devil going to ride it, but we have to cast Cast it off in the name of Jesus. The devil, uh, he will put things in your head, uh, making it think that it's your thoughts because you're thinking on them. The truth is, it's the devil's thoughts, not yours. Amen. The Bible says, casting down imagination and every high thing. You got to cast it down. Don't, you have not seen, you just thought it. The devil put it in your head. Because he put it in your head don't mean that you're going to act upon it. The devil is tricking you to believe that it's your thoughts. And it's not. He wants you to ponder these things in your heart just to take you through. And keep in mind, Satan is the founder of lies. 
and he wants you to throw in a towel. He wants you to give up and give in, and he's going to keep on aggravating you, but that's why you have to resist the devil. I, I can't wait. I want to tell you about the solutions, and I'm going to wait till I get uh, my next time to come around because God helps solutions, and everybody needs to know how to overcome, how to stomp the devil's head, and God helps scripture. He helps information in the word of God that will help us and that will bump us up and, and, and pump us up, and we can stomp the devil's head, and that's what we got to do. We got to stomp in Jesus' name. God bless you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, woman of God. You are speaking to us as a spiritual mother, telling us the things that a mother would tell her children to keep them alive in Jesus' name. Now, man of God, expose that devil. Amen. That, that's exactly what we are ordained to do, to unmask, to take the mask off the enemy. And you know what? We, we, we have seen the, the hand of God, and, and we know. Let me say this. I didn't get a chance to say this, but let me share this. In chess, when you have someone that's a mastery in chess, they can take three steps and take out the whole game. They can, they can take three steps. They can, uh, they, they can discern each and every one opponent, and they can strategize within themselves. And with three steps, they can take out and end the whole game. When, when I think about the three steps, I think about the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. When you know that the Holy Ghost and the Father and the Son have been unified together to, to overthrow the enemy and, 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 and expose an organizing crime, we got to know that this purpose was the Son of God manifest, that he may destroy the works of the devil. And he dethroned the devil. He made a show of the devil openly. Hear me loud and clear. Openly. And I want you to put in your vocabulary. Checkmate. Checkmate, once again, means that when someone have a king, it's paralyzed. It cannot move no more. It cannot make any position or thing or ranking or taking any territory because you paralyze the way it cannot move at all. What did I remind you of? When you bind the strong man, what did you do? You spoil his good. When you know what move you make and know you are territory, you can say to the devil, the prince of this world may come, but he has nothing in me. Hallelujah. Go over to the name of the Lord. And when you bind the strong man, yes, you defeated the enemy, and the enemy has been the strong man in the Bible. So what we need to know in exposing satanic organizing crime, we need to know that Satan operates like the mafia. What is the mafia? A mafia is an underground organization. And I know you've probably seen on TV Al Capone and, and others that's controlling cities like New York, Chicago, Detroit, and other big major cities, and they push the drug uh, industry. They push prostitution. They push gambling casinos and, 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 and things. They push uh, a different kind of uh, sexual things, uh, perversion or uh, nudie bars. They push all that. The mafia, they control things. They even control police officers. Even I even know back in the day when I was younger, I would say, man, why all these police keep on hanging at the store all the time? But you know what? The mafia was praying to police that if you get any kind of information from the headquarters of the police department, Make sure you let us know that the, any, the, the police know where our territory is at so we can, we can uh, get things in, in order. We can kind of commercialize where we're at. And then it's work for the police. I say, man, that's something else. Then you got a uh, mafia that, that's controlling government. When I was in Mexico, I served in Mexico for three years back to back. And the cartels, the underground organization cartel shipping drugs and uh, 
they say, man, the cartels is ruling. They rule the areas of government. Even even when people go to court for a case, they ain't got people working the court system. They paying judges out. You know, they paying a, a president out to not to even control certain power of their territory in, in Mexico. I say, my God. And thank God I went to my window every morning like Daniel. I opened my window, and I looked over to Mexico City. I looked over the hills. I looked over the mountains. And I said, God, give me to declare and make a prophetic declaration over this region. Your servant is here. Your messenger is here. Your watchman is here. Your intercession is here. Your prophetic spirit is here, God. And, Lord, since I'm on the soil and ground in this God, let me take a stand in position and ranking. Yes, I don't speak in Spanish, but, God, give me a divine connection. And right then and there, God opened up a divine connection. He gave me my interpreters who knew ministry, took me to the hills, took me to the pyramid where I could look over the city, look over the region, look over the rain, and find all these powers of principality. And we began to get the saints corporate together. We prayed. We had cell groups together because he operates like the mafia. He's, he's controlling cities. He's controlling nations. And I tell you, when you have a prophetic anointing on you, when you go to any city or any country, believe me, the devil knows you are God's messenger. Believe me, they know you are apostolically sent, that you are sent on assignment. Amen. And, and I, I, when I met a couple, I met a team downtown, I said, Lord, what's my brother and sister at in Mexico, Lord God? And he, he had me to meet a team from uh, Apostle uh, John Eckhart. He had me to meet a team from Dr. Sorello, Mark Sorello, one of the most major prophets, a military prophet. He had me to uh, meet a team from them. And even Mark Sorello interpreter was my interpreter when we came together and congregate. So we came together and we began to expose that. And, you know, one of the biggest uh, cocktail drug laws was exposed on the same year I was there. Because when you know your position and know your rank, and know your territory, you're ready to expose satanic organizing crime. But let me say this. Let me say this. Praise God. Hallelujah. How are we going to expose the satanic organized crime? First of all, I want to celebrate this. I want to celebrate that my, my servant, hallelujah, the servant of the Lord that I am, I recognize that God would not put you on the field unless you're equipped. And I can say Thank God, hallelujah, with a pure conscience that thank God that Jesus Christ came down and he came to be baptized. He came to, uh, to deal with humanity. He came to be able to give us a strategy how to be able to penetrate every stronghold and even with Satan's throne drill, as it talk about in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, to the churches. It says, I'm going to begin to let you know what Satan's throne drill. I'm going to let you show the administration of the operation of the kingdoms of this world, the empires of this world, the dynasties of this world, the headquarters of demonic activities. Praise God. So Jesus Christ came down, missionary. He came down, and it said in the word of God, it said the spirit of God, in the spirit of training the boot camp, the spirit of God led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. The Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Why? Because he wanted to go on the enemy ground. He wanted to go on the enemy territory. And he wanted to find out every area that the enemy operates. And when he went by the Spirit of God, and he fasted 40 days and 40 nights, that the power of God rested upon him, then the enemy came 
and say, I'm going to come against the King of kings and Lord of lords, which he didn't know how much power and ruler that Jesus had, how many hours of dominion that Jesus Christ came. And the devil tipped him. He tipped him and showed him that if you bow down and serve me, I'm going to show you all the kingdom. And the devil began to show Jesus all the kingdoms of this world I'm over. So if you bow down and worship me, I'm going to show you that I can give you all these kingdoms more. So the devil, the organized crime, is which is so, so foolish. I, I mean, it's so foolish that he's trying to tempt Jesus to all the kingdoms of this world. And he showed them the empire. He showed them the kingdom. He showed them the dynasty. He said, I'm ruling all these areas. Bow down and worship me. And the Lord said, I should not bow down to no one, but God only should be worshipped. Hallelujah. And he began to show him all the territories. And Jesus began to continue to know that all that's in the world, through what the devil can offer you, every organized crime, and say the only thing the devil has is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. He showed him the ruling places. He showed him all his kingdom. He showed him all over the areas of empire. And that's what the organized crime right now. In Hollywood, sometimes I call it Hollywood. In Hollywood, Jesus began to show, hallelujah, that the enemy and the powers and the kingdoms of darkness have been causing people to sell out. Like he offered Jesus, he's trying to get people to offer it. And a lot of people in Hollywood right now that's in bondage and captivity to the demonic powers and activities of this world. People in Hollywood that get that Grammy Award, that get their fame from singing, and they're in Hollywood, they gave their soul over. I even heard many ones that singing, they, they asked the devil to get them power, and once you ask the devil to give you power, you become controlled by demon ruling spirits of this world. Now, listen to this. Jesus defeated the devil in the area of boot camp in the wilderness. And we got to know before we deal with the organizing, demonic, satanic crime that the enemy had to enforce upon this world, we got to know the gates. In Ephesians chapter 6 and 12, it talks about the gates of the enemy. That the gates should not prevail against the church of the living God in Matthew 16 and 18. The gates of hell should not prevail. What is the gates of hell? So when you look in Ephesians chapter 6 and 12 and say the gates of hell is four gates of hell, and that's the empire, and that's the organizing crime. They always rock, operate. They always operate in those four gates. And it's principality. Read it, read it in Ephesians 6 and 12. It's principality. It's powers, it's rulers of darkness of this world, and it's spiritual wickedness in high places. Those are the four gates that Jesus says that should not prevail against the church of the living God. And that's the one that any operates in the kingdom of darkness from the spiritual aspect. One of the most major empires of Satan, where Satan's throne drill at, is in Rome, where the Pope rules. Where secret societies make vicious decisions about our government. They control in government. They control in the laws. They control in churches and ministries. They control the area of finance. So when you deal with the one of the empires of St. Throne, you deal in the area of Rome, and Rome has been a, a power influence over the world. Because why? It flowed with the spirit of Antichrist. Antichrist. 
It flowed with the spirit of humanism. What is humanism? It's the same spirit that caused them to try to build a tower, a Babel to be like God. Socialism, communism, antichrist. Those entities have been ruling and controlling by the prince of darkness to be able to cause him to feel victorious over the kingdom of God. So that's why God led Jesus in the wilderness. That's why God led through the Holy Ghost to call Jesus to go in the wilderness so he can dethrone the enemy. And even in all that, it said the enemy, as Jesus declared that it's written by the sword and the spirit, it said the devil even left for a season. The devil don't believe he's defeated. His demons, his angels don't believe that as a church of the living God, we can stop every operation, every new world order. All the ministers of Satan that come to transform themselves into angels of light. As we disarm the enemy, as we expose this organizing satanic forces, we got to know, we must know that the enemy have his ministers come as wolves dressed in sheep clothing. We have to discern that. And I've been preaching by the name of the Lord. As you pray in the spirit. The enemy do not know what you are praying because it is a supernatural, a mystery of God that you have between God and heaven. And because we pray in the spirit and because we pray in the supernatural, the devil don't know what we're praying. And that's why when you discern the chess game, he don't know what move you are making. Just like the prophet Elijah when he was in a secret chamber. He said all the powers that was ruling and controlling, it said he even heard the whisper of the enemy plan in the secret chamber. He had a prophetic anointing and grace upon him. And every time the enemy had planned something, they began to say, why we always get exposed? Every time we make a move, and we go left, we go right. Every time we make a move, we are uncovered. They said, is anybody in this camp telling what we are doing? They said, no, Lord. No, Lord, it's a prophet that's in the secret place. And God revealed unto him mystery, supernatural, the extraordinary. He has spiritual perceptions. He has prophetic insight. And he knows what you're doing. And he was in the secret place. And I tell you right now, we are going to take down the powers that be missionary. We got prophetic seers. We got prophetic watchmen. We got prophetic gatekeepers. We got intercessions. We got those that have dreams and visions that will be able to troll our prophetic border to know how to draw a red line, to be able to draw a red alert. We are the eyes and ears of what God is doing and what God is saying unto the church. And we are going to be so territory, and we will pursue, overtake, and without fail, we will recover all. We will cause the name of the Lord to be exalted, and his kingdom will be our everlasting kingdom, and every power and principality will begin to know that he is the most high God. And we come, as they did in the first century, are these are they that turn the world upside down? Yes, we are the people of God that shall rule and reign in our position authority, and we will not break rank missionary. God bless you. Hallelujah. We receive it in the name of the Lord. Kingdom people, hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Apostle. Now, this is a time when we're just going to take 
a deep breath. Glory to God. Now, our sister Vicki Winans recorded a song saying, We shall behold him, and we will, and we'll be right back.
Hallelujah. Yes, we shall behold him, people of God. Second Chronicles 7 and 14 says, If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. I want to invite you to join us because we're building mass voices to God under open heaven seven nights a week on the prayer line. Will you add your voice under open heaven praying for our nation and our loved ones? You can call us right now at 877-352-5181 and tell us that you want God to hear your voice under open heaven. God is listening. Seven nights a week, powerful voices uh, like the apostle that you hear today and Dr. Sai. We even acknowledge pastors who bring their congregations to help build mass voices under open heaven. So join us in making a difference and praying for our nation, for our family, in order. We don't want our children, we don't want our friends, not even our enemies, to be left behind. We want them all to be rapture ready. Hallelujah. Now, Dr. Sai, it's been good. You've given us so much information. You exposed the devil and his organized crime. And because you've given us so many things, can you just tell us one thing that if we forget everything else, you want us to take away just a few minutes in doing that? Amen. Thank you so much. Yes, I just want to let you know the solution. Amen. I want to encourage uh, the people of God to let you know the blood of Jesus is our defense. Amen. The blood of Jesus, uh, always remember that, the blood of Jesus. And thank God for God's grace uh, and his forgiveness. And, and he's here to forgive sinners. Amen. He loves sinners. And Jesus easily forgives people uh, from their sins. And all he wants you to do is open up your heart. And I want to let you know the Bible tells us to watch and pray. Amen. Watch and pray. Be sober. Amen. Be focused and, uh, and gird up the lawns, the edges of your minds. And be sober. Be clear-headed. Be vigilant. Be watchful. Because the adversary, the devil, walketh about as a, a roaring lion, pretending and seeking who he may devour. Be prepared. Put on the whole armor of God. Have scriptures ready to fight the devil with. Put on the word, amen, put the word on the devil, just like Jesus put the word on the devil when the devil tried to tempt him. And like the man of God was saying, and the devil took him up to a high 
a mountain and show him all the nations of the world and the kingdom of the world. Said, this I will give you. Imagine, how can you give me something that I created? And Jesus, with his God the Father, created the whole world. Amen. So you got to understand the tricks of the devil. John 10 to 10, he said, he said a latter part, he said, Jesus said that I come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. That's why Jesus came. And let you know that you are more than a conqueror, hallelujah, and no weapon that's formed against you. Don't worry because it cannot prosper. It will not prosper. Amen. Start your day with prayer. Amen. Start your day binding the devil's assignment even before he even tried to start. You binding him and binding his assignment. When Satan reminds you of your past, you remind him of his future. Amen. In this world, we got to fight. We, we got to fight. We can't put down our, our soul and shield down by the riverside and don't fight. No, we got to fight. We haven't made it yet. We don't have our glorified body. But tell yourself, uh, tell the devil, say, I am a kingdom carrier. I learned that from this great woman of God, uh, prophetess Margaret Hunter. I am a kingdom carrier, meaning you're the king's kid. Amen. Be confident. Amen. The angels of the Lord encamp around about you. Amen. And the Bible tells you, resist the devil and he will flee. But you got to resist. You tell the devil to stop and he got to stop. Don't just like that little child. That child would just do stuff. And, and because you're not telling the child to stop, he's going to keep on doing his stuff. But when you tell that child to stop, then that child will stop. And the devil's like that. As long as you're not telling the devil to stop, he's going to keep on going. But when you resist the devil, he's going to take off and run. When you tell the devil to stop, he's going to stop. Keep binding the devil. Because when the Bible, he gave us that kind of authority. He said, whatsoever that you bind on earth, I will bind it in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth, I will loose it in heaven. So Jesus got your back. So amen, have a field day. When the devil stick his head up, bind him. Amen. And, and put the blood of Jesus on Satan. The, the devil cannot stand the blood of Jesus. Amen. The blood of Jesus covers you. Amen. And the stronger you get in God, the more protected you are. Amen. Take back the authority. You have authority to stop the devil. Take back your identity. You are a child of God. Devil, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I am a child of God. You got to say it with an attitude. Amen. Walk in God's strength and God's power, not in your strength because you cannot be strong enough without Jesus' strength. You can't do it in your strength. We got to rely. That's why Jesus come. Amen. Ask God for wisdom, understanding of Satan's tricks and, and to teach you how to fight the wiles of the devil. With God, all things are possible. And know it. With God, I don't care how hard it may be, with God, all things are possible. Amen. And listen, amen, the most important fact, amen, uh, just know that the devil is a deceitful foe. Know that. Amen. And Jesus, death, resurrection, Jesus Christ conquered death, hell, and Satan. In the meanwhile, make sure that you are committed to Jesus. Amen. And look to Jesus for strength every day because with Jesus, you're everything that you need to be. God bless you. Hallelujah. There is power in the blood. Thank you, Dr. Sai. Man of God, give us a takeaway, please. 
<laughs> oh, Lord, thank you, Father, for your blessing. You know what? Our Father God is a master builder. And the things we're talking about, the battles we're talking about, the power of the enemy, you know what? He don't have no beginning to end. Even though he's Alpha and Omega, the beginning, end, the first, last, but he's all sovereign. He always has been and always will be. So, you know, we got to know that we got to stop beating against the air. Amen. We got to know who our opponent is. And then we got to know since God is all sovereign and all providence belongs to God, then we got to take a, a journey with me to see what God saw by the Spirit of God concerning Job. When Job was tempted and tried by the devil, you notice that, that the devil couldn't do nothing except he came into the courts of God? He said, I see you going to and forth in the earth, seeing who you can devour. And, and he said, have you considered my servant? I see what you're doing. Because you know I, I control the reign. I, can, I control, I choose to, to, to serve in a capacity that my power and dominion is all over. And say, you have no ground. So what you doing? What you doing? I see you looking at Job. We say, yeah, what Job is just honorable, and he walking in the table because you blessed him with a lot. You gave them a lot. Anybody can serve you when they're doing good. Any, anybody can serve you when they got a good bank account. Anybody can serve you when they're living good and their they body is, is good, good health. But let me take it from my best here, curse you. So God said, well, I'm going to let you consider my servant because I know he's an upright man. I know he fear God and eschew evil. So I'm saying this right now, missionary. The Lord sees everything, every activity, every underground organization, every empire, Satan. God is way aware of that. And the same way was the course of heaven that God see that. You think God can't see it no more? He said, Peter, this Satan desired to sift us weak, but I have prayed for you that your face fell down. How did he know that? Because he know everything that the devil's doing because that would make God sovereign. That would make God all-knowing. That would cause him to be omnipotent, omniscient, omnipotent, omnibursed. The burst meeting all in all. So we know that God is all in all. But let me say this, missionary, in closing. I want you to take this home. In Isaiah 14, they was glazed and they were so baffled. Is this is he? That was, oh, my God. I don't know what they're laughing or what, but I, I guess I'm laughing. But they say, is this is he that, that shaped the nations of the world? So when they seen how Satan was exposed, and they said, man, I don't believe this is the same one shaking the nation. And you know what that made me think about missionaries? That made me think about the Wizard of Oz when that little dog called Toto, he pulled a curtain back, and he pulled a curtain back, and they saw the wizard say, don't pay attention to the, a man behind the curtain. They went with a deep voice. I'm the wizard. Don't pay no attention to that little dog. And he puts on back, and they begin to see, say, man, is this the one? Is this, is this the wizard that we were talking about in the terrified of? And I believe that's the same name what they saw in Isaiah. Is this him that changed the world? I mean, terrorized the nations of the world and all that. But we got to suppose he got to suppose about a little dog. And I tell you, the weak things of God are stronger than man. And the foolish things of God is wiser than man. And I believe this move and manifestation of God to expose the, the activity, crime, and devil is going to be the simplicity. As we begin to walk in the spirit and discern with the eye of God, we're going to see how God is going to show us how to throw the powers that be. So thanks be in your Got a little toto, he's going to expose him. That's, 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 that's me. The, the devil going to be exposed by the little toto. It's in your head, missionary. Glory to God. <laughs> Praise the Lord, brother. Thank you for giving us that revelation knowledge that we're not going to let that little old nothing keep us from all of the things that God has for us. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. People of God, we know that you have questions, and we are going to answer your questions after this commercial. We'll be back. Marketing Club with benefits. If you are a business owner or church and want to take your business to the next level, your marketing search is over. Eon's Marketing Club benefits can save you thousands and put a big smile on your face. Being a Marketing Club member allows you to relax and enjoy your business with less stress. Imagine all of your graphics and printing needs being either free or discounted. Enjoy a truckload of benefits, just to name a few. Free consumers directory ad, free coupon ad, free marketing counseling, magazine articles, no month-to-month cost, just one annual fee. Call 877-352-5181 and bring convenience to your fingertips. Eon's Business Sponsorship Program with Outstanding Benefits. Tap into a truckload of benefits for your business. Imagine never having to pay for business cards again. Imagine having your business on a billboard. Imagine promoting your business to the largest customer base there is, Christians. We have donation packages affordable for all businesses. End Time Business Patronage Program patronizes businesses who sponsor our urgent needed cause of winning souls. When entrepreneurs donate to End Time Outreach Network, we send customers to your business to shop. Smile because End Time Outreach Network picks up the tab. The program is designed to be a win-win blessing to your business and giving free gifts to people in our networks who are sponsoring the America for Jesus Project. Your donations help us to reach our goal faster of mailing a salvation summons to every home in America. When you donate, it's a win-win blessing. We send money back into your business. End Time Outreach Network is an IRS 501c3 nonprofit organization. Therefore, your donations may be tax deductible. Call 877-352-5181. Those who stand with this mission will be blessed. End Time Business Patronage Program, helping businesses throughout patronage program. The billboard truck is a tool used to fund the Salvation Summons. When you donate into the gold or platinum plan, we thank you by promoting your business on Eon's state-of-the-art LED mobile digital billboard truck. This is our way of saying thank you. Amen. Thank you. Well, we are going to answer some of your questions now. Ms. Marcello, would you please read the first question for us? Certainly. Why don't many churches preach on the Holy Ghost? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, Dr. Sai, would you answer that question for us, please? Sure. <laughs> you know, uh, I would say competition in churches. Uh, today's pastors, look at it like this. Some was called, some was sent, and some just pack up and went. 
today, many pastors, uh, they pastor as a career and not a call. Uh, their goal is to build a mega church by any means necessary. Uh, they develop, I call it a Burger King gospel, have it your way. Uh, uh, many of these pastors uh, do not have the Holy Ghost themselves. Therefore, they would not push something that they do not have. The Holy Ghost would not dwell in an unclean temple. In order to get the Holy Ghost, you must go through the sanctification process. People are trying to uh, uh, trying to uh, kill. Uh, uh, they want their flesh. Uh, to stay alive. They don't want to kill the flesh in order to get the Holy Ghost, but the flesh got to die. Uh, many churches don't have a balance of holiness versus prosperity. Uh, it's like it's about 5% holiness and 95% prosperity. And so, um, and because of that, uh, they just don't focus on the Holy Ghost in the church. And, and uh, the devil has set up camp in the church. And the whole purpose is getting the Holy Ghost because when you get fire, Holy Ghost fire, that means you have power over Satan. And so the first thing the devil want to do is dismiss the Holy Ghost out the church. He want a group of cold Christians, and he don't have to worry about nothing because you're not going to tear his kingdom down if you don't have the Holy Ghost. God bless you. Amen. Uh, you made that very clear. Apostle Curry, would you address this question, please? Yeah, you know, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. And, and I wouldn't want to be down here, as me and Dr. Ned was talking about the warfare we do, I would not want to be down here and not preach it, confess it, proclaim it. And, not, and I want to say this, missionary, not even having the Holy Ghost, even though you receive the Holy Ghost, some people only speak in tongue one time, but the Bible let us know in the book of Jude, constantly build yourself on your most holy faith. Now, some people teach about the Holy Ghost, but they don't teach how you can pray more, more than one time. People say, well, I only prayed in tongue one time, and thank God I had evidence speaking on to it. But you know what the Bible let us know? We can constantly pray and build ourselves on our most holy faith. And I don't know if you ever, if you ever need most holy faith, you need it now. So, amen. So you need to teach on that. If you believe in the Holy Ghost, you need to teach on people can preach on the more time. Not only that, not only the preacher tongue to feel good and dance, and I do all those in church. I dance, sing, I shout, and all that. But you know what? When we preach, uh, uh, preaching about uh, the Holy Ghost, we don't want to only just want to preach about having a quicken. I thank God I have quicken and all that. But you know what? The Holy Ghost come of power. It says you shall be filled with the Holy Ghost and power. Hallelujah. So we want the Holy Ghost and the power. So we thank God for that. But I, you know what? Missionary said to say again, like I said, some people teach that Brother Curry, uh, the, Holy, the gift of the Holy Ghost, and I heard you talking about that, but you know what? I don't have that gift. And I say, honey, that's not a part of the nine gifts of the Spirit, the word and not the word, the wisdom, prophecy, and all that. That's not talking about the nine gifts of the Spirit. The gift of the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God that God has given to every believer. Now, Peter came to him and said, how do you receive the Holy Ghost since you believe? How do you receive the Holy Ghost since you believe? So he was talking to believers that didn't even know about the Holy Ghost. And they said, we have not even heard where there be any Holy Ghost. Why? Because like Dr. Ness said, nobody ain't teaching on it. They was believers, but they didn't know that they could receive the Holy Ghost. And don't be deceived by the devil saying, well, Brother Curry, you, I may have to give a word of knowledge or the word of wisdom or discern the spirit and all that, but I don't have a gift. That gift is a universal gift. It's given to every believer. 
forty to five fold ministry of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, but it's given to everybody to have the Holy Ghost. Not unto you, but you unto your children, and to your children as many as far called back. And I tell you, and Doctor uh, Doctor Nell had put the devil shut. And you cannot buy the Holy Ghost like Sam tried to buy the Holy Ghost. He's seen the miracles that he used to do. He's seen the manipulating spirit he did in, in, in uh, oh, man, I, I can't say no more. But you know what? He's seen that and tried to buy the Holy Ghost. And they said, you better pray that God forgive you of this bitterness. And he said, you pray for me. Pray for me. I, I don't want them to fall upon me. But you can't buy the Holy Ghost. But you need to know that it's being freely given to you. The Holy Ghost. And thank God, and I want to say this, missionary, I didn't have to go to Jerusalem. Amen, and receive uh, the, the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I receive it right in, in Detroit, praise God. On a Sunday night, praise God. When we say something got a hold of me, and something got a hold of me, and I tell you with a pimp, oh, man. Mission, I got to give it back to your hand, but I'm excited because you make me come in and remember. God bless you. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And, uh, would you please read uh, the second question? I'm so excited. Yes. Can Christians be used by the devil? If yes, how will a Christian know they are being used by the devil? Dr. Ty, our people need to know this. Would you answer that question, please? Uh, Yes. um, uh, That's a good question. Uh, So the answer is yes. Satan can use Christians especially those who are not walking in the spirit. Remember, Apostle was saying you need to be walking in the spirit so you can discern. Amen. Not many Christians are walking in the spirit today. Uh, so Satan is just having a field day with weak Christians. Uh, the devil will use anyone uh, who get weak enough, regardless of their title. Even if they are preacher, the devil will use them if they get weak. They'll use a choir member. The devil will use anyone that will get weak. Anyone uh, who are weak spirits, and that's why we have to walk in the spirit, and this flesh have to die. Uh, Satan looks for self-righteous Christians. Uh, they're the ones who uh, know it all, and they feel that they are always right. And it's important that the saints walk in the spirit. All the Christians should have all the nine fruits of the spirit operating uh, in their life. And, and if you can master those two hard fruits, temperance and long-suffering, all the other fruits will come easy for you. All saints need the Holy Ghost to lead and guide them. Amen. And if we're feeling a little conflict, be easy to ask anyone that you feel, have I done anything to offend you? Amen. you got to be let that come off of your mouth. Uh, that's how you keep the devil off. It's easy, uh, uh, and be easy to say I'm sorry. Uh, saying I'm sorry should come off of your mouth easily. And uh, this way the devil uh, just, it, he, it, it make it hard for him to be able to use uh, you. And if you're being used by the devil, you sense uh, that the devil is, is using, uh, ask that simple question because give them a chance. And the Bible says if you have an alt against your brother and sister, and that don't mean an attitude, that can be a misunderstanding. Amen. You go to them, and you, and you get it right, and you ask, did I do anything to offend you? Uh, if you don't ask, 
uh, and they don't tell you, you give them that opportunity uh, for them to get it right. And when you do that, you're doing it for you as well as them because you don't want them to carry unforgiveness in their heart because you did something that you don't even know what you did, but it had offended someone else. And so that's why we try to get it. We don't want to put ourselves in position where the devil can use us. All right. God bless you. Thank you so much for um, clarifying that for us. Man of God, speak to us concerning Christians being used by the devil. You know, yeah, Christians, yes, like Dr. Nancy, I want to say yes with a capital Y-E-S. Yes, 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 they can. But I, I want to say this also, that we got to keep a sober mind that even though the enemy can use a, a, a Christian or a believer, uh, I don't believe that he can possess a believer because two masters can't dwell in one temple, okay? But what it is, he can influence you, not possess you, because I don't believe that you feel with the Holy Ghost and, and a Christian believer that the devil can possess you. But I want to say this, that you have to know this, that when Peter said, Lord, you are Christ, the Son of the living God, and he said, flesh and blood have not revealed that unto you, Peter, but my father, which I have, so Peter had got a special revelation from the Holy Ghost by the Spirit of God the Father. The Father had revealed it to Peter. But in that same token, in that same breath, then he began to declare that when Jesus said, well, he had to go to Jerusalem and all that happened, and then Peter began to come against the destiny of Jesus as the forerunner, and the chief and commander and the captain of our salvation, he began to come in there. And what did Jesus say? He said, Satan, get behind me. And you say, well, Peter, that's prophesied. And God gave him a word. He said, that, that word that you gave was given for the Father. And now he said, Satan, get behind me. Who was he talking to? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. Peter was influenced. And he was influenced in the mind, not in the soul, not in the spirit part, but in the mind. The enemy, uh, he used it as a workshop. When you allow your mind to be open on up, the enemy can, can plant a seed in you. Now, you got to remember that even though uh, Judah was the devil from the beginning, okay, he said that. But Jesus chose him. But you know what? It's, it's, it's said that the Satan entered him during the table. It said all that time he followed him. It said Satan entered into him. And, and Jesus said, what you do, do it quickly. Now, Peter, I mean, Peter, what he did, he didn't fully know what he was saying because he said, you said the things that save us the things of man but not of God. So when you allow yourself to move and operate in, in the fleshly realm, it can become missionary, a spirit of witchcraft when you, when you fully know that. But Peter was not operating in that capacity as Judah was. Judah knew that the spirit was influencing him. He knew it was his heart was IT motive, and he was waiting for the opportunity that he was going to unveil what he was. And that's why the enemy ended into him. He said, Peter, uh, I mean, uh, Judah had been a candidate to do what Satan had assigned him. He'd been undercover, but Jesus already knew that. Uh, most of the, uh, the apostles didn't know it, but Jesus already knew it. He went at the table. He said, well, Lord, Lord, who gonna, uh, who going to take y'all? Who's going to session you, Lord? He said, I. But he knew it was, and he said at the table, what you're going to do, do it quickly. And Judah began to follow the spirit that was operating in him, so he knew that. And that's the difference between uh, Peter doing something. Some, some things don't even know. Sometimes they do stuff, 
and the enemy using them as a vehicle and a channel. So missionary, we have to know the difference. And he even told uh, Johnny Beloved, amen, John was a bosom, bosom apostle. But you know what? When they see the people working, uh, working uh, miracles over there doing healing, they say, Lord, look at them, what they're doing. They say, Lord, should we cast down fire down from heaven and consume them? And Jesus turned around and rebuked them. He said, you know now what spirit you are of. What was what spirit was there of? There's only two spirits, the spirit of God and the spirit of the devil. But he said, don't get in there. Don't know the spirit as usual like that. And he rebuked them and said, you don't know what spirit you are of. Cast spirit out. If they're, not, if they're not against us, they're for us. And they took the examination on themselves. And thank God that's why we had to examine ourselves and know what spirit we are of. Thank you so much, missionary. Man, thank you, man of God. We... We really want to let you know how we appreciate you and man of God and woman of God for helping us because, you know, we know that God sent you to us in order that you might help us so that we can be free to receive the wonderful things that God has for us. Thank you so much. And I just want to remind you, uh, people of God, that we here at the End Time Outreach, God has given us a book uh, to help you. It's a step-by-step guide to what to do if you miss the rapture, uh, if your family or friends or any of your neighbors miss the rapture. This book will give them hope and encouragement to make it. Once they read this book, their life will change, and their mind will be made up to make the rapture. So that we have that book available, and you can call us at 877-352-5181, and we can make sure to get that book in your hands. Well, we are so thankful to the Lord that you have taken this time to be with us today. But if you've listened to all the things that's been said and you've been encouraged and you've been blessed by them, but if you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, you, you're still lost because the only hope we have is in Christ Jesus and without him we're hopeless. So we want to invite you today to make Jesus Lord of your life. Dr. Sai, would you please lead someone or anyone who would like to make that decision today in the prayer to become one with the Lord? Amen. Praise the Lord. That's what it's all about. Amen. God's grace and forgiveness can help sinners. That's why Jesus came. Uh, Jesus is easily ready to forgive people from their sins, but you must want him to. Um, you must want Jesus to come into your heart. Amen. And in and, and the blood of Jesus, it's our defense. In the blood of Jesus, just remember the blood of Jesus weakens Satan. And God is giving that to you, and he's going to endow you with, with power, amen, that you will be able to say no to the devil. And it started right now with the sinner's prayer, amen, the most important prayer there is. And in and, and order to get to heaven, everybody must say this prayer, this special but sinner's prayer. It's a short prayer. Uh, repeat after me. I'm going to give you the words, but you put the feelings behind it. So, dear Jesus, I come to you now. 
I realize I have sinned and I mess up. Lord, please forgive me. I am sorry from all of my sins. Jesus, come into my heart and save me. From this day forth, I will live for you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Hallelujah. That prayer is so powerful. That's the prayer and the ticket that can get you into the rapture. Amen. And, and get in a strong church and get on the prayer lines. Come on the prayer line so you can get strength, so that we can pray with you, that you can grow in the Lord. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much. And I want to just welcome you to the family of God. Amen. Now, next Saturday at 3 p.m. Central Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time, our talk show topic will be Exposing Satan, Why the Devil is Strongly Pushing Abomination Sin. Hmm. That's going to be a very hot topic, and I want to ask you to please join us. Now, our goal is to win souls, is to win more souls than ever in history with the short time that we have to work. Our witnessing T-shirts allow us to win more souls. We're offering free T-shirts when you refer people to the talk show or on the prayer line. Pick the T-shirt style of your choice from our T-shirt collection on our website. Lots of great humoring, witnessing T-shirts to choose from. Uh, Join us on the prayer line. We're praying seven nights a week. Tune in next Saturday. And please feel free to submit your questions online to endtimeoutreachnetwork.org or call us at 877-352-5181. Let's pray. Father, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for information and guidance that you have set before us today. Lord, thank you for such a talk show as this. Lord, help us to take what we've learned today to prepare ourselves for your return. Help us to witness to others. God, I thank you for your special soul-winning operation plan and the ability to help with the postage donation to send a salvation summons to every home in America. This gives every household a chance to accept you, Jesus, and be saved. Touch the hearts of the people and open their understanding to your word. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Well, thank you for listening to the talk show today. Well, we are reminding the saints that soon and very soon we are going to see the king. No longer is this just a saying. It's reality. So are you rapture ready? <laughs>